0: We have to use the high-tech to be high-touch. A lot of people use the high-tech to spray and pray, to just reach out and just yak on people. And I'll tell you, that has never been successful. It's certainly not now. With modern selling, with high-touch selling, our goal is to touch fewer people, but in a more deep, meaningful way.
1: Three, two, one,
2: zero. Ignition. Liftoff ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's your host, the Small Biz Chat Lady herself, Melinda Emerson.
1: Hey there, have you been sitting at your desk? daydreaming about starting your dream business, but don't know what to start? Well, honey, I've got just what you need. My Become Your Own Boss online course is coming back this June. Starting June 20th, I'm going to be teaching live my 10-week online course, How to Become Your Own Boss. If you are ready to start your dream business, you need this course. I'm going to give you everything you need to start and run and stay in business. All right, register today. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, America's number one small business expert. And I'm excited to welcome you to another episode of the Small Biz Chat podcast. And I have a friend here who is an expert in social selling, and he's going to talk to us about the right tools we need to use so that we can build better trust relationships with our target customers. Now, all of the advice you're going to hear today is about how to build long-term business success. Because anybody can sell something once. It is about being able to sell it over and over again to a customer that loves you. So when we think about the Small Biz Chat Podcast, we are basically a peer-to-peer mentoring program. We're here to give you advice that you have to pay a lot of money for, but you don't because we provide it every week here on the podcast. And you're gonna hear just some amazing sage advice. Now, you can hear the Small Biz Chat podcast on my Facebook page, on the Small Biz Lady Facebook page. You can also catch us on our YouTube channel. And by all means, if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast channel, please give us a review and share it because we want to make sure that more people have access to these great experts. All right, now it's time for me to introduce my guest. He is going to talk to us about high-tech, high-touch selling, and his name is Phil Garbacheck. Phil is a sales expert, keynote speaker, and author with over 20 years of experience in sales and marketing roles. Throughout his career, Phil has worked with and for various companies, including PB Barnabas, Bamboo HR, Morgan Stanley, UBS, Strong Investments, and many others. Phil has gained a deep understanding of sales strategies and techniques, working in sales as a sales enablement consultant. As a sales coach, he helps people drive adoption and top-line revenue. He emphasizes the importance of high-touch selling. And if you want more information about the importance of technology and modern sales, head over to philgerbergec.com. Phil, welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast.
0: Thank you, Melinda. It's great to be with you again.
1: Oh, it's good to have you back, my friend. So tell us, how did you get into sales, Phil?
0: Well, you know, I started out talking to people on the phone to help them move their internet history, and we would tease them, and we'd tell them, well, you just have to type a bunch more URLs, right, a bunch more addresses. Well, that wasn't true, but I really liked talking to people, so I moved from there and actually s- selling high-speed internet. Well, high-speed internet wasn't always very high speed. We went from 56K to, you know, 384K, and it wasn't very high speed, so I got... I got used to talking to people on the phone, and such began my sales career.
1: All right, so you are a specialist in sales enablement, and this has become one of these $50 words I'm not sure everybody understands. What is that, and what are some of your favorite sales tools?
0: Yeah, well, so there is a lot of discussion around what the heck is sales enablement, but one of the best definitions that I've found is sales enablement is the activities systems, processes, and information that support and promote knowledge-based sales interactions with clients and prospects. So what the heck does all that gobbledygook mean? It basically means if it can help you talk with your prospects and your clients better, it's sales enablement, right? You want to communicate. That's the whole key. And a lot of people, sadly, they don't know how to do that. So how do we do that, right? What, What are some tools that help us? First, you got to have a CRM. Salesforce, of course, is the behemoth. Right, they're great, but I would also say Nimble and Relatable are two much more approachable, less enterprise version ones, better ones for small businesses. With that, you need a writing tool. You have to be able to communicate written word better. So, Lavender is a great tool to make your emails more personal. And then ChatGPT, if folks aren't using a little bit of AI yet, well, that's a problem use that. Now, don't take it as gospel, right? You still got to make it your own. You got to fact check, but absolutely use that for ideation. Two more things I'm going to share with you. One is on prospecting. Sales Navigator for LinkedIn is the best prospecting tool out there because it allows us to categorize our folks. And the last thing, Zoom and Restream for video. Zoom is great. It allows us to have private video, but Restream, we want to interview people. We want to have conversations or Maybe we are not smart enough to use Zoom because for some, it's a, bit a little too complicated. Restream makes it super easy either to go live socially or to privately record a conversation.
1: Love it. Love it. These are some great, great tools you've talked about. And I'm a big fan of Nimble also. So tell me, what do you think? I mean, because basically you're talking about social selling. That That is what you're talking about. So What do you feel like the core elements are of social selling? I know you talked about the tools, but what do you need to be doing to be effective with it?
0: Sure. Well, so so with that, right, ah, social selling, modern selling, I think, right? Where all sales is social now. Everybody, you know, we're not driving thousands of miles anymore in our pickup truck to go sell things, right? We're selling to people either over the phone or we're doing it over Zoom or something like that. So with that, first, we need to be really comfortable with who we are, right? We have to be more you. Really important, right? Who are we? Are we trustworthy? And we have to be an expert, right? In your prospect's problems, your prospect's industry, and your prospect's job. Expert enough that you can actually have a conversation with them. They want to talk to you. And then you have to think about connecting, then solve. So we have to connect, and then solve. So with that, right, we have to make sure that we understand what their problem is and that it's important enough to solve right now. Because it's not just a priority, it's got to be the priority, and that's super important. I couldn't agree with you more. Now, I know you talk about
1: high-touch selling in a high-tech world. Isn't that a little bit contradictory? I mean, don't you have to kind of be doing one or the other?
0: Well, it, it it's naturally a little contradictory, but it's really not. And by that, I mean, we have to use the high-tech to be high touch. A lot of people use the high tech to spray and pray, to just reach out and just yak on people. And I'll tell you, that has never been successful. It's certainly not now. I mean, if we think about it in person, we'll know that person that runs around the networking space, make sure everybody gets a business card because they're playing poker with their business cards and they make zero connections. And the other person who goes and they meet two or three people and they're like, holy crap, That was the best meeting I've ever been to. Well, which one do you want to be in with modern selling, with high touch selling? Our goal is to touch fewer people, but in a more deep, meaningful way. Absolutely. So to
1: that end, you're saying don't send out 100 messages, you know, in LinkedIn a day or post a ton on social media or send out a newsletter every day. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, I'm saying don't do that, right? What I'm saying instead Is you need to talk to people who actually can do business with you. Your goal needs to be complete at least five revenue producing activities a day. That does not mean posting to social media. Does not mean passively just sending out your email newsletter. I'm not telling you those things aren't important. You gotta market, right? You've gotta market your business. Shannon said that earlier today. I couldn't agree more, right? You have to market your business. But that being said, if you want to sell, you gotta have sales conversations. You got to treat your prospects like they're already your customers and you got to serve the crap out of them and try to help them as best you can. So they're like, wow, if you would do this in a first call, I can't imagine what you do in a next call. Or if you're selling a product or service, if your sample is so good... Right. If it's so good, I can't imagine what a whole meal would be or a full engagement with you. That's the goal here. That's what we need to be doing. Not just the fact that we made food, but the fact that we're actually giving it to people who want to eat it.
1: Right. Right. So how do you build a strong sales pipeline? You're saying, okay, I got to do five revenue producing activities a day. And you're saying not necessarily social media, but then how what do you need to be doing to fill up your CRM, like how are you building that sales pipeline?
0: Well, well, first, a strong pipeline is a, is a relative term. If you're closing at 50% of your business, you only need two acts in your pipeline of what your goal is. So you don't need 1,000 people in your pipeline. I mean, to, I can't nurture 1,000 people. I can send 1,000 people an email newsletter, but, and that's okay, right? But at some point, you've got to turn that down into those revenue producing activities. So how do we keep them warm? That's a better question than a pipeline because we wanna keep them warm. We wanna keep them interested. We wanna let them know that if we are taking customers, here's how to get in touch with me so that they can see if they wanna work with us, if they wanna buy from us. But really our goal is to keep a whole bunch of people on the bench, but not hot, ready to work with you when you don't have any capacity to serve them. You wanna keep enough pipeline that it is enough to cover what you need and maybe a little bit more because even if I believe that I can close at 50%, that doesn't always happen. So it's great to have a little bit more, but not a whole bunch more.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you. There is a strategy of having 30 customers versus having 100, right? I mean, that totally makes sense. Now, I know one of the things that you teach and that you coach people around is to, to do service over sales. And and how does that make money in today's high tech world?
0: Yeah, well, you know, service is more important than ever. Service means that you're actually useful, that you're providing something of value to your prospects and your customers. Value, it means progress, right? We hear a lot, oh, be a value to your customer. Well, what does that mean? It means progress, right? Progress towards their goals. So if you wanna serve your customers, You need to help them progress towards their goal. So it starts with finding out why are they working with you? What do they want to accomplish? And then you work towards that. And that's being of service because we're sitting on the same side, Melinda. I want to help you solve your problems, right? I want to help you solve your problems. I'm not trying to sell you anything. And that's how if I'm solving problems, well, now I'm being of service. And that's the whole key there. Then, you know, then the sales just happens, so how can you build a culture of service, though, in your business? Well, so if you're a business owner, first of all, you need to go first, right? We know that, you know, fists stink from the head down, but also the speed of the team is the speed of the leader. So go first. If you're a leader, you're the owner, go first. Be of service first to your employees. We know that happy employees give better service because they're happier, They love who they're working with, they love who they're working for, and they love who they're serving. That's important. Employees who know that you have them at the heart of your business will first put each other first and then your customers will come next. But if they're not putting each other first, it's really hard to have a a culture of service because there's misalignment there. It doesn't work. So start serving your employees have your employees serve each other, and then ultimately they serve your customers.
1: I love that, Phil. That is such sage, good advice. I mean, like if I heard something tweetable today, it is that. Um, now tell us, last question, Phil, what is the best business advice that you've ever been
0: given? So the best business advice I got was many years ago, my buddy Steve Farber. He's an author. He wrote Love is Just Damn Good Business. He's written some other great books. But Farber said to me after a speech once, he said, be more you. And I said, Steve, what does that mean? He said, listen, you're you, man. People want you. They don't want you to pretend to be anybody else. They want you to be more you. And with that, I added into that, be more frequent. So show up as myself. I listen to Farber. and Then I take my Philism there. And I say, be more frequent, do that more often, as often as I can. Sometimes it's hard because we're not exactly sure what the heck that means, but the journey to discovering yourself and the journey to being more you is a journey worth taking. So be more you.
1: I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, Phil. You have been such a breath of fresh air and this advice has been tight and right. So I appreciate you. And if you want to learn more about social selling and all the great things that Phil teaches, head over to philgerbershack.com. Thank you all for joining me for this episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. If you're ready to accelerate your business, I'm relaunching my 12 Ps of running a successful business masterclass this May. Give me 12 weeks and I'll turn around your business and remove chaos from your life. If you want more information, classes start first week of May, head over to smallbizladyuniversity.com and check us out. The mission of the Small Biz Chat Podcast is to end small business failure. My name is Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, and I wanna leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. God bless everybody. Hey there, have you been sitting at your desk daydreaming about starting your dream business but don't know what to start? Well, honey, I've got just what you need. My Become Your Own Boss online course is coming back this June. Starting June 20th, I'm gonna be teaching live my 10-week online course, How to Become Your Own Boss. If you are ready to start your dream business, you need this course. I'm gonna give you everything you need to start and run and stay and stay. In business. All right, register today.
2: Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, SucceedAsYourOwnBoss.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.